you have a regurgitated reaction to mistruths. That should, that should kick off the episode. All right. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Frank Reviews, a father-son podcast expedition through pop culture. You can probably hear puttering. Do I have this on the right setting? I have this on the right setting. We're fine. Uh, you can probably hear mom puttering around in the background trying to do something with the dogs. But this week, we watched Ryan Johnson's 2019 masterpiece, Knives Out. Dad. Knives Out. Go. What did you think? <laughs> Uh, a lot of fun. Good movie. Good movie. Good movie. A lot of fun. <laughs> Anything uh, uh, um, leap out to you, or uh... well, it's 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 in the style of um, Murder by Death or Clue. <laughs> oh my God, Murder by Death. Yes. Uh, remember I that with about um, that movie. yeah. I'm gonna have to uh, add that. That's got like a bananas cast too. <clears throat> anyway. Um, yeah, keep big, talking knives big, out. Big, an old, 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 uh, old man, wealthy old man dies <clears throat> in a big creepy old house. All of his family, they're all eccentric weirdo wackos, his kids, his, his relatives and stuff. And they all convene on the house for the funeral and the memorial and, of course, the reading of the will. <laughs> now, and, okay. Now, look, real quick, real quick. We are probably going to get into spoiler territory. So if you've not seen Knives Out, I I didn't see this movie in theaters. I somehow managed to steer clear of spoilers despite basically living on the internet. I don't know how I did that, but I did. And I think that enhanced my viewing experience. So if you have not seen Knives Out, for God's sakes, shut off the podcast right now. Go see Knives Out. I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon Prime. And then come back and tune in for the rest of the episode. I think uh, most of you are probably shutting the podcast off now. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, get, get right up on your mic. What are you doing? You keep leaning away from it like the table is. Wait a minute. Okay. Wait a minute. Okay. It yeah. works the headspace. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Yes. Very okay. nice. Yes. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Okay. So now I was really excited to watch this movie with you and mom because growing up, you guys basically raised me, um, on a on a, a a pretty diverse diet of old classics like Marx Brothers and, right. and Abbott and Costello and and stuff like that, but the most prevalent genre was always the Agatha Christie style murder. Yes, mystery. that's exactly what this was. And yes. it drove me insane. I can't stand agatha christie style murder mysteries anymore wow because of being so overexposed to them as a child like i get it i appreciate them as a genre i'm just i can't sit down and and watch hercule poirot or anything like that i cannot stand it i cannot do it well then what about this movie this movie first off it's are you okay what are we saying mom good night mom did you want to lean into the mic real quick and say something about the film? Here, I'll turn the gain up. You can lean in. Let me just right at this. 
How'd she get the spot on her sneaker? Ooh. That's, that's actually a good question. The chilling question. The chilling question. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> we'll just disre- disregard that. Well, yeah. <laughs> Cut that. Well, it, it does feel like that's going to be a huge plot point, but it yes. ends up being insanely minor and only brought back like right at the very end as a kind of aside, which I quite liked. No, well, it was, it was key to the plot. The, but anyway, oh, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So you didn't like Agatha so, Christie. So it's uh, not that, yeah. Like there's an episode of the fourth season of Doctor Who where they literally go back to the 1920s and meet Agatha Christie and solve a murder mystery. Okay. And because it's Doctor Who, the murderer turns out to be an alien who shapeshifts into a giant hornet. But whatever, regardless, I'm like, that's, that's my favorite season of my favorite show. Okay. And I still skip that episode every okay. single time. Um, well, this, anyway, uh, oh. this movie specifically, the cast list alone is bonkers. So Daniel Craig, uh, Daniel Craig, the current James Bond, playing um, the detective Benoit Blanc. Yes, which is, uh, the sleuth. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, Chris Evans, Anna de Armas, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Tom uh, Don Johnson, Tony Collette, Tony Collette, that Christopher Plummer. Oh my God. Frank Oz shows up to read yes. the will, and the, the attorney. Yes, and I realized I'm not I I'm not used to Frank Oz's real voice. <laughs> Does he have a real voice? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm so used to him being Yoda or Fozzie uh, or, or or something or Miss Piggy. I'm like, no, that's not what you sound like, Frank Oz. Yeah. Go go back. And maybe he was using a voice. <laughs> it's quite possible. But <clears throat> the main reason for me seeing this movie. Uh, or wanting to see this movie is because the director is Ryan Johnson, who uh, he wrote and directed this movie himself. And he is also the writer and director of my absolute favorite movie of all time, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. So this was his follow up to that. And in the meantime, he is now working on a uh, follow up Benoit Blanc mystery, which I'm very excited for. Oh, cool. Um because apparently him and Daniel Craig had just a great time together. Uh, but he's also now working on his own, and it's his alone, standalone Star Wars trilogy, which I am. Wow. They, uh, Kathleen Kennedy saw The Last Jedi and loved it so much, said, you're getting your own trilogy to do wow. whatever. It's going to be, I don't know how it connects to Star Wars in general, but if it's written and directed by him and it's got spaceships and lasers, I'm going to see it. Cool. So, so Ryan Johnson, um, we, we probably want to add like literally all of his movies to our list because he's got some amazing films and there's only like four or five of them. Brick from 2005, which is another murder mystery, but it's set in a high school and it's much more film noir oh, style of neat. thing. Okay. Uh, the Brothers Bloom, which is a insane comedy with two brother con men. Uh, Looper, a time travel thing, uh, with Bruce Willis, which I think you'd really like. Star Wars and then this. Okay. So, like, yeah, um, he's also directed, oh, uh, three episodes of Breaking Bad, including Ozzy Mandeus, which is the most Hail, it's hailed as the greatest episode of that show. That's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that's kind of why I 
jumped into this specifically, uh, despite having my own misgivings about the genre. Um, because it's, 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 it's the same reason I can't stand uh, Law and Order or CSI. It's like, we meet some hard-boiled detectives who are just sick and tired of the disgusting grime they see. They meet a child rapist. They meet an innocent guy. It turns out in the end, the child rapist did it. It's I I get it. Yeah. I get it. <clears throat> Written it, uh, executive producer Dick Wolf. That's dun-dun. I can't stand it. Well, it's <laughs> it's the uh, Agatha Christie style. Yeah. Uh, the old man, wealthy. Yep. Big old mansion. He dies. All the eccentric uh, relatives all gather for the will reading. Um, and there's the sleuth, uh, Ben Ben Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. Yes, he's uh Apparently he's Cajun, uh, Southern Louisiana, or oh something, God. and Daniel he's got Craig this. He's got the southern, southern accent. Southern accent. Uh, some of you from down there, maybe you could recognize it as authentic or not. I don't know. Um, and of course, <clears throat> he has some kind of a, an insight, and he's extremely observant, and he asks the right questions, and he's peculiar, and he's a little bit annoying. Uh, but then, of course, he comes through and solves the mystery in the end. Uh, that's not a spoiler. What, what did you expect, yeah, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, we already gave the spoiler warning. What I really loved about this movie specifically was they really played around with the format of it. Like, you learn exactly how the quote-unquote murder actually went down about half an hour into a two-hour, ten-minute movie. Right. So right. the tension isn't figuring out who done it the tension is figuring out how they're going to figure it out yes how? so and the 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 poor victim um not victim really but the main character uh marta the nurse who quote unquote did the murder we think she's really the main character the story doesn't really revolve around Benoit Blanc. He's no. really just like a side figure, right. almost. He's sort of, yeah, almost like the the narration of the yeah, exactly the whole, the whole story. He, he's like he. It's it's kind of like how uh, Max is in Mad Max Fury Road. He's not the main character. He's just kind of along for the ride, right? And the main character is uh, Furiosa, who's trying to get everybody to the green place. So, been a little while since we saw that movie, so. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll finish the Mad Max series eventually. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't even, like, I, I'm not even sure how to talk about this movie well, because there's so much going on. A couple, couple of questions. Yeah, the, mm -hmm. the characters, the characters will, uh, you know, each character is really specifically unique. Um, and... Uh, of course, there's some extremely obnoxious characters. There's oh some God. very, very sweet and pleasant characters. Uh, the family, of course, they want the old man's money, uh, and they want to make sure it goes to them. Uh, that's not necessarily how the will turns out. Uh, and, um, <laughs> so then they're trying to make sure they get the money and they get the mansion and they get all the riches and they get the big business and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and uh, you'll have to find out if that's really the case. There were a couple questions I had. Like? Well, actually, I had two. Now I can only remember one. But anyway. Well, Mom posed the question, how did she get the blood earner shoe? That was the one that I had. There was a tiny speck of 
blood on the sneaker of the uh, Marta, Marta, the the nurse, uh, the old man's nurse. Right. Uh, And yet I can't figure out how she got the speck of blood. Yeah, like she was a good like 15 feet away from him. Behind a door, Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Or partially obscured by the door, but yeah. Yes. Um, Like that blood had to work to get there. Yeah, so that was kind of curious. And um, the only way it could have happened was wait, she, oh, she, mom, 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 mom is. I had to come down. Oh, hang, hang on, speak, speak, whatever you're going to say, right into the microphone. The only way it could happen was if there was a drop of blood when she was giving him his meds. But that is the closest okay. she was to him. But then, I mean, he she she gives him his injects his medication every day or night and so does she often get drops of blood or not and so what if she did that doesn't mean it was anything to do with a murder because that could just be in the normal routine care of this elderly man so um that doesn't fly we're rejecting that concept (laughs) but thank you for participating you get a lovely parting gift and she gave no, me the. Mom, she just already. gave me the rule eleven from across the uh, <laughs> across the room. Oh my god! Um, okay, so that was your question one, and that is uh, shaky footing to begin with. What was your other question? I can't remember. You can't remember? No, I can't. Okay, rem- so <laughs> now this is something that I found that uh, was kind of interesting. So um, the family, it's it. The way they establish their characterization for each member of the family is done really, really well. You get a complete feel as to how each individual family member of the uh, the Thrombies, which is such great Thrombies, yeah. the Thrombies, um, they they establish them as not well. Some of them are openly racist. The others are clandestine racist. And I think the best way they do that is each individual family member thinks that Marta is from a different country. Yes. You, you're never quite sure. It's never properly established where Marta and her family are from. Yeah. What they, they so said. So they said, uh, Ecuador, Ecuador, Uruguay, Paraguay, and Brazil. Okay. They never confirm for real in the movie where the family is from. And they deliberately speak a very generic version of spanish so that you can't pinpoint it to a specific country yeah, which i thought yeah. was really clever how yeah, they did that 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 is pretty funny oh because God, yeah. yeah she's um she's not necessarily to be treated uh equally or taken seriously because she is uh from apparently from somewhere in south america yeah and even though she's a, a certified nurse uh and she does a great job in taking in, in professionally uh doing her job She's not certainly not equal to the <coughs> thromby family members who are um, quite full of themselves. Oh my God! And are they, boy yes. howdy? Yes. Oh my God! What there was a bit where uh, towards the end of the movie where uh, Benoit Blanc says, "What was it that the masturbating Nazi child overheard?" Oh right. <laughs> Right. That is such a great line. Yes. How did he ever say that with a straight face? I, I'm sure there were f- oh, several takes. I got to check the Blu-ray to see if there's outtakes for this because they've got to be a laugh riot. Oh, yeah. my God. 
Um, oh my gosh, what else was there? Uh, did his particular character stand out to you or anything like that? Besides, uh, I mean, did you have a favorite? Um, I don't know. I thought the that uh, the the well, he was not wasn't a detective. He was a private investigator. Private investigator. Private yeah. eye. So um, he he had kind of a, almost an irritating kind of a character to me. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, he he had the answers and stuff, but. Uh, he knew, he was good at his job, but he was almost, I don't know, kind of arrogantly irritating. But, okay. You know, he was he was good, and he knew he was good. There was a bit uh, uh, later in the film where he was sitting in the car by himself, wearing sunglasses with headphones in, and right. he was just really kind of grooving to a song, and that just like oh i love this yeah i love yeah, everything was, about this yeah he's singing to the to the music and stuff <clears throat> if you if you if you know anything about agatha christie like hercule poirot um now he's irritating also but he's a uh, he's now, belgian he, he's irritating to me for a different reason he's but, irritating yeah. but you you don't take him seriously because he's short round french speaking belgian guy and he's only um full of himself to himself no one else really uh, necessarily thinks of him that way <clears throat> but so it's almost comic comic the way he is but this guy i don't know he just seemed kind of irritating okay well fair no, i mean you know just an edge yeah that's fair well hopefully he gets a little bit more characterization in the sequel so okay we'll see knives in i guess i yeah. don't even know what you would call that so knives in yeah, knives out knives whatever in. um more knives knives again i i hope they just you know another <laughs> knives out another stab at it <laughs> now they had this <clears throat> exit wounds they had this chair in in the mansion mm-hmm. um and it was kind of like the uh game of thrones chair with all the swords yeah but it was all not it must have been a hundred and fifty knives all like directed towards the center kind of thing right like who would wouldn't a god-awful ugly chair <laughs> and uh although it does play a play a part right. in the movie there's uh, a reason for it but it was just Ugly as heck, you know. <laughs> I mean, they could have pulled a knife off the wall or a rack well, off the it, wall it or something. It really is uh, obnoxious for a piece of furniture. Yeah. But it is absolutely something that a very wealthy murder mystery writer would own. Like, That's could, true, yeah. yeah. The old man was a murder like mystery the, writer. The house was loaded with crap. Like, yeah. It had the trick window yeah. and everything. Yeah, very eccentric uh, the, kind of the, stuff. It was, yeah, like the guy was a mystery writer and decided, I'm going to live in a murder mansion with a creaky yes. staircase yes. and 17 bedrooms. and <laughs> Yeah, by himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Um, all right. Well, I'm kind of like, yeah, this is just the kind of movie that you just like need to watch. Yeah, it uh, was fun. It's yeah. really worth it. Oh, it's a blast. Um, um, did and, you have any uh, any closing thoughts on the film? Uh, no, I, I'm I'm really anxious to see a sequel. Yeah, same. Um, it'd be nice to see it become some kind of a franchise, you know, with a whole, whole bunch, whole bunch of uh, if, or some if he could somehow manage maybe. to just alternate between Star Wars and uh, Benoit Blanc mysteries for a while, I would be 
perfectly content with that. The so. name is very interesting, Benoit Blanc. Benoit Somebody Blanc. calls him uh, Blank in the film, and he corrects yeah. them. I like Blanc. how the uh, the one detective calls him Benny, Benny. which I quite like. Yeah. yeah. Benoit. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, so I was, after last week, I've been racking my brain trying to think of movies that fit your request for uh, movies with uh, insane, crazy, like, cartoon-level violence. Uh, as, uh, as Wait, that request. was my request? That was your request. Well, you might have worded it a little bit differently, but, like, yeah, really. that level of, like, uh, the Kung Fury, Scott Pilgrim, like, oh, yeah, 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 levels yeah. of action. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Action's probably a better <clears throat> word for it. So, now, Speed Racer immediately springs to mind. We now, s- didn't we, we see that? We watched it together yes. uh, before we started doing this podcast. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I would love to cover Speed Racer at some point, but I want to okay. give it a little bit more time. Yeah, exactly. So it's a little bit yeah. more impactful. Yeah. Um, because that was good. Oh my god, that was fantastic! Um, and that's kind of uh, acting slash cartoon. Yeah, or yeah, comic exactly. book. Comic book. I'll it say. it really is just like a live action uh, anime. Yeah, really. Um, so stuff that's close to that in terms of action. I don't know. I do want to do at some point, but we'd have to do them as like a set, the Matrix trilogy. I'm pretty sure you've only ever seen the first Matrix. Yes. And I know you've never seen the sequels. Right. I, I, I The sequels get a lot of crap. I love the sequels. Okay. They are some of my favorite movies. Um, but we can get into that later. I had a thought on the drive home today. I don't think you've ever seen it. And if you want to talk about Looney Tunes action... Have you ever seen Kung Fu Hustle? I will say no. Okay. No. It's literally like it's it's a Looney Tunes cartoon uh uh Kung Fu movie. Cool. Okay. I'm I'm there. I'm in. You want to you want to go I'm for in. Kung Fu Hustle next week? Oh, absolutely. I'm in. All right. I want to say it's from 2006. Kung Fu Hustle next week. Um uh, yeah, uh, HD Lickner and uh, Pod underscore Frank on Twitter. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Dad, I know we've had my friend Heather. Uh, hi, Heather. If you're listening to this two months from now, um, she uh, doesn't know how to rate and review the show, but she wanted to at least comment how much she enjoys your commentary on movies. Well, of course. She didn't say anything about me, so thanks. Of course. I appreciate, you know, whatever. Yeah. Everybody loves my dad, That's not right. me. I I'm, I'm the lovable one. That's yeah, right. right. Uh, dad, if you want to take us out. Well, you know, times are getting hard. Times are tough. Uh... Times suck. Let's make them better. Be good to everybody around you. Uh, and you know about the voting stuff. Make sure you vote early, vote often. Mm-hmm. And wear your mask. That means over your nose, too, you butt brains. Because it's the particles of moisture coming from your respiratory system. Like your big honking nose, okay? I have where- seen people take off their masks to sneeze, and I wanted to punch them in the head. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, good. Well, um, we are our own uh, enemies um, because we're so stupid. Um, please try try to care about somebody. Care about somebody more than your own self, please. Uh, and do something important with your life.
Give me a sound check. Bleh, 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 bleh. All right, that looks pretty good. Um, oh, man, I wish I had some sort of... Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. IMDB. Knives out. Oh, Daniel Craig with a southern accent. It's a southern accent. Is a gift. Uh, quotes. Here we go. What's the big deal? It's a southern accent. Oh, y'all. All right. Dad, if you could say in the best southern accent of all time, you have a regurgitative reaction to mistruths. 